Bretto, this is the week to get your tickets to the Wellness Summit. Why is that MP? Because Bretto, one lucky person who registers before this Sunday, July 28, will win the ultimate wellness experience. Imagine two nights in the Wellness Real Estate epicenter of Australia, Lucent Gasworks in Brisbane. The lucky winner receives return airfares to Brisbane on Virgin Australia. Plus, we'll organise you an Uber from Brisbane Airport to Lucent and back again. And we'll throw in 200 bucks in dining vouchers. And you can get an all-access, all-areas pass to Total Fusion, one of the best fitness studios in the country and the home of the largest Himalayan salt lamp in the Southern Hemisphere. Oh, positive ions going everywhere, Bretto. This incredible prize valued at over $2,000. Jeepers. All you need to do is register for the Wellness Summit by this Sunday, July 28. You're registering for 16 hours of powerhouse wellness over two days, August 17 and 18 in Melbourne, featuring your favourite Wellness Couch podcasters and world-class exhibitors. Can you afford to miss the biggest Wellness Summit ever? Tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. Time to be the queen of your stress with the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 94th episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress. So you can be the queen of your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our BQS live event coming up on August 21st, 2019 in Shoal Harbour with the amazing Kim Morrison. For all ticket details, check out our show notes. We hope to see you there. In today's episode, we carry on with our interview with the brilliant Kim Morrison. We'll be touching on all things self-care, self-love, and how to do it without being selfish. However I took that on as a young girl, it made me realise that deep down, no one will look after me as well as I will. Mm. No one will ever um, tell me how great I am as well as I can. No one will ever be able to make me feel bad. Now, you know, and I can hopefully speak very openly, I've been through a lot of challenges, you know, from sexual abuse as a young girl right through to losing all our money and a a terrible deal that went wrong, my husband having anxiety and depression, my sister-in-law taking her life. Um, There has been a lot of things that I could say have accumulated and perhaps looking back on it, you know, they they could take you out if you like Mm. or, or, you know, bring you to your knees and make you not want to live. And, and I'm not saying I didn't feel those in the moment, but I realized that all the challenges and all the stresses and all the things that we endure, no one actually escapes it. No one actually goes through life unscathed and no one ever gets to their deathbed and says, hmm, I had a pretty cruisy time. Mm. So if we know that it's not a case of when, uh, I'm sorry, if stress will hit us or if um, feeling bad about ourselves or if being challenged, it's not a case of if, it's when. So therefore, what can I do to prepare myself for those moments of overwhelm, stress, tragedy, anxiety, or the times when life isn't going to be so well? We know it's going to happen. The more prepared you are in your daily rituals around self-care and believing in who you are and knowing you've got what it takes, the more you do work on yourself, the greater gift that is to your friends, your family, and your community. We all know people in our lives that we just take our hat off, man. You've seen them being struck or they've been hurt or they've had terrible things happen, yet 
you can't help but admire them. They keep getting up no matter how many times they get knocked down. The people you want to hang around isn't the ones that haven't been knocked down. It's the ones that have been knocked down and they do something. They have some sort of ability to really acknowledge who they are and how they do it. They're the ones that we admire and go, man, I want a piece of that. Mm. Um, but the ones that we, and we all know them, maybe we've even been them in ourselves at times, are the ones that sit in the struggles and challenges and stresses of life, but sit there in their little pity party and think it's not fair. How come? It's all right for you. I can promise you, you know, 10 years ago when I was at the bottom of the bottom for me, when, you know, my husband's um, depression and anxiety had really put a pressure on our marriage and he was a complete state. My sister-in-law had taken her life. We'd lost all our money. I honestly sat there on my bathroom floor and, and actually looked up at my girlfriend as I was about to launch my business saying, and I said to her, is this the universe saying how bad, sorry, sorry, is this the universe saying you should give up? You know, mm. there's too many challenges here. She looked at me in the eye and said, or is this the universe asking how bad do you want it? Mm. and you know I went to therapy I went to try and because I realized I couldn't fix my husband I couldn't stop the fact that my sister-in-law had taken her life I couldn't stop the fact that Danny's dad had gone on to try and take his life three times I couldn't stop the fact that we got ripped off I couldn't stop the fact that we invested all our money into a financial institution that went bust all of that couldn't stop the sexual abuse when it happened but what I could do is draw a line in the sand and say you know what that did happen and yeah it sucks but I can either sit here in a pity party and say, woe is me, it's not fair, and you can see why I'm in a pity party. Or I can go, you know what, suck it up, princess. Um, <laughs> you can have your moment, and I do not disagree with sitting there in a pity party for a while or feeling like life sucks or addressing it to the point where, you know, you have a girlfriend come over and you might have a bottle of wine. You might sit there and say that life isn't great, but you pick your sorry self up and you put one foot in front of the other, and maybe this is what my ultramarathon days taught me, is you can sit in the pit stop tent and say it hurts and that you've got blisters and your toenails are lifting and your nipples are chafed and you've got you know, anxiety that you won't finish, or you can just get back out on the track no matter how much it hurts and put one foot in front of the other. And before long, one foot in front of the other, you find yourself jogging again. And before long, you find yourself actually doing a kilometre in the six minutes rather than 20 minutes, or you find yourself finishing the race stronger than when you started it. And I honestly think that's what ultramarathons taught me was the tenaciousness, the tenacity to keep going, no matter how bad it is or how hard it is or how much it hurts. The most inspiring, enlightening souls are those that pick themselves up and put one foot in front of the other. So I truly feel, in all honesty, that the work that you do Maria, and the way you present yourself with this work around stress is actually about owning it. And mm. that's something I admire wholeheartedly in you. And oh, I feel so you. privileged to be here is because you're the epitome of that. And I'm sure for people that know your story and what you've endured and how you've had to keep continuously picking yourself up, you know, for those of us that do put ourselves out there and write books and do podcasts and present and speak, I'm going to tell you something from the bottom of my heart with all truth and honesty. By doing that, it keeps me accountable. Mm. There is no way I could stand on stage as a self-care expert or someone who believes in the power of self-love. There is no way you would all have the authenticity and integrity with me if you looked at me and realized that I did not live or walk that talk. 
So to me, the work that I do and why I keep putting myself out there, even for the naysayers or the people that put you down or the people that knock you on social media, forget about them. As much as it might hurt, there's a beautiful quote. You can be the juiciest, ripest, most succulent peach on the tree and some people just don't like peaches. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. <laughs> what your message doesn't appeal or the way that you say your message doesn't appeal to everybody. But for me, putting myself out there is my way of trying to be accountable, responsible and taking ownership for the crap that's happened in my life and stand up regardless. And I hope by doing that, by being the example, then I'm really praying and hoping that if I just help one person feel like they can do the same thing, then then my work is done. Oh, you, Kim, inspiring on so many levels, so many nuggets just you have gone through there. And, and a couple that really st- stood out for me is number one is really we're in charge of our own happiness and bringing our whole self into whatever relationship that we're in is so, so important. A lot of people are looking for somebody else to complete their happiness or to make them happy, um, hoping that somebody else can be their other half versus being their whole self and combining two wholes. Um, Gratitude is a theme that I think comes through all of that as well in, in the tenacity and something I've heard you say before is it's your choice whether you want to be a victim or a victor. Um, and, and I think that that's so, so powerful, um, particularly when people are, are looking towards really understanding and managing their stress and using it for good because you're 100% right. I know myself um, and I 100% agree is when we're putting ourselves out there on a regular basis through the various work that we do, I agree, 100% keeps me accountable too and it steps me up. So not that we're suggesting everybody starts podcasting and writing books. If it's not your if it's not your jam, don't do it. It's not what I'm suggesting at all. And quite frankly, and I'll admit this openly, BQS listeners, you've heard me say it before, I've had enough stress. I don't need more in terms of those things. I've got enough material for quite quite a few more episodes. Um, but, you know, it's, it's always a way that stress gets thrown at you when you're least expecting it. And the old saying, you know, you never get given something you can't cope with, um, I think is true. It was a bit like last week. Um, um, I had had to put my big girl pants on about a few different decisions that I needed to make. And then the cherry on top of that was that I got a phone call mid the final thing that I did that included making some tough decisions that my mum had actually was sitting in emergency um, and that the cancer that was meant to be gone was back. And I was like, seriously, universe, come on, like enough big girl pants moments for the week. That will do me. But one of the things that uh, I think is really important is under those times of stress is that, and we, we've spoken about this before, Kim, is doubling down on, on those self-care routines because if BQS listeners doing these self-care routines and rituals is not something that you've always done, the likelihood of your neurology and your neurological patterns going back to old habits is quite high. So actually really focusing even harder and, and putting more energy into your own self-care routines and rituals is, is really important to maintain them. Otherwise, it's really easy to, to take a step back. Well, that's it for this week's episode, BQS listeners. I hope you enjoyed the instalment with the brilliant Kim Morrison. Join us next week. I'll catch you next time. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. The 2019 Wellness Summit is almost here. 
I love being at these events. They're always such a great positive environment. And it's been really great to um, listen to like-minded people and to um, meet a few people actually. I've been to every summit and I've been to every one and I'll always keep coming. It's always inspiring. It's been a real eye-opener. We're actually signed up to go to the breakthrough now. It's very motivating. I think it's great to listen to people who are inspired. And there's always something to learn and something to take away. I think uh, for myself and giving myself that um, opportunity to, to learn. There's so much going on in life and everything that you can get distracted and forget the things that you should be doing. And this always reminds you to get back on track and, and um, to focus on the things that are important and holistic health. Just do it, yeah. Just yeah, suck it up and do it. It's uh, it could be life changing, yeah. I would say it's awesome, and it's the start of changing your life. Come along, see what it's about, and enjoy it. It's an amazing event with like-minded, positive people, and you can't help but um, walk away feeling great. Positive Mentor presents the 2019 Wellness Summit, August 17 and 18 in Melbourne. Can you afford to miss out? Tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.